And these signs will follow those who believe. Terry, that's every one of us, isn't it? He didn't just say the apostles or the ones through the first century church. He says those who believe. Welcome to today's teaching on Today Forward. As we understand all that God has provided for us, we can learn how to put our past behind us and move today forward. And now here's Mitch and Terry. Terry, we've been talking about spiritual gifts, and the next gift we will be talking about is healing. Most of the time when we think of the spiritual gift of healing, we think of the supernatural. But really, healing is a progressive state, and it all started with our born-again experience of being healed. This was the miracle that transformed our life. It began in our spirit, that healing process. It did. It began in our spirit. So we're going to start with 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with the first verse. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And this is why we are talking about the gifts of the Spirit. We do not want you to be ignorant in understanding what is inside you at this point in time. The Holy Spirit of God. He wants to heal us, doesn't he, Terry? Oh, yes, he does. It's part of the atonement. It's part of, the, of what the Lord did for us at the cross. By his stripes, we are healed. Totally and completely. We've been totally and completely healed. And it starts with the Spirit. We read, have this new core within us. Read that definition of uh, healings. Removing diseases from the spirit, soul, and body. Spirit soul, and body. We better stop and talk about that a little bit. Talk about the Spirit first. That born-again experience, the Spirit is healed. It's a miracle. It is. It's a miracle. Our core has been changed within each and every one of us who have been born again. We now have the characteristics of God living within us. We have the fruit of the Spirit, and now we have the gifts of the Spirit living within us. That's exactly right. This is how healing begins to take place in a believer's life, the moment he's born again. Because our spirits were diseased by corruption, our soulish realm was diseased by corruption of the mind, will, emotion, and imagination, our bodies the same way. We lack strength. That's what disease will cause in our life. It will cause us to lack strength. And God renewed our spirit within us. The Holy Spirit has renewed our spirit. Now there's no more disease in our core. Our core is perfect. Our spirit man within us now is perfect because it's now being born again by the Spirit of God. I think we need to talk just a little bit about that Spirit of God that now indwells us. It's been completely totally healed. It's that new creation we always want to talk about. We are now sealed by the Holy Spirit of God. That's what's talked of in Ephesians 1, 13. In whom we also trusted after that you or we heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed. This is talking about the Born again experience, we believed, and then we were sealed 
with that Holy Spirit of promise. We've been sealed. We've been made complete and whole in Christ. Where we lacked strength before, yes, we now have strength through the power of the Holy Spirit operating through us. We were dead in our sins and our trespasses. That sin is now gone. That disease, that lack of strength is gone. And now healing can begin to take place in our soulish realm. Yes, it begins to flow out of us. <laughs> there I go again, flowing out of me. But that's what we want. We want to understand the Spirit of God in us, this miraculous rebirth, new birth that happened in our spirit man. And now we're changing our way of thinking. That soulish realm now begins to heal. We begin to dump these old ideas. We begin to take the medicine of the Word, get it down in us, and it begins to change our thought patterns. And then flows out into the physical to our bodies. The moment we were born again, our body, because our mind was being renewed to what we now have in Christ by reading the Word, just what you were saying, to where healing can begin to take place in your body. Now, I know this may be kind of heavy, but this is what takes place within us. Even before we were born again, let's look at it this way, Terry. God was trying to heal our body because we were designed to live forever. And our bodies were trying to be healed all the time. But we lacked the strength because of our fallen nature. But now we have strength because the Holy Spirit now lives within us to regenerate, renew our body. To where we're no longer held captive to sin. All sin does is cause decay in the mind and prevents healing. When we understand we have no more condemnation, no more guilt, the price of sin has been paid for. And now, healing can begin to take place because of our born-again experience. Absolutely. It's in this soulish realm now, this physical realm that we're still in, that this occurs. That's the realm it's taking place in. It's not in our spirits. That spirit, let me reiterate that again, that spirit is complete and whole and sealed. Yes, sealed. Nothing can penetrate it. Nothing can penetrate it. But it's that soulish realm that now needs to be renewed. I thought of this scripture back here in Proverbs, and I know we got some other verses we can turn to, but it says, Proverbs 4.20, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. And it jumps down into 23. It says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Everything flows out of that soulish realm now but if you're drawing on the spiritual realm that sealed part of you then your soulish realm emotions will affect the physical the body yes and in fact if we turn to proverbs chapter 12 verse 25 and this is exactly what we've been talking about anxiety in the heart of man causes depression but a good word makes it glad. That's pretty point blank. Anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. We were just talking about the heart back here in this other verse. Out of the heart are the issues of life. The word heart right there is referring to your mind, mm -hmm. your soulish realm. It's referring to what you're meditating upon because the word here says anxiety. How do you have anxiety? It's through your mind. It's through the emotions, your imaginations, what you've created in your mind. 
what you've meditated upon causes anxiety. Then once anxiety kicks in, what does it do then? It causes depression. Then it sends a chemical off in your brain that's negative that causes sickness. But a good word makes the heart glad, makes the mind glad. That's why you need to renew your mind to what you now have in Christ to understand healing and how it takes place. What God is really trying to do is heal our minds from all the past. He's trying to renew the mind for understanding you've now been set free. There's no more condemnation and guilt of the past. You've been born again by this miraculous, by the miracle birth of the new spirit that now lives within you. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I was just uh, reading somewhere not too long ago that people will actually die from a from a just a, a disease or whatever it is that can be easily controlled with medicine because their will to live is gone. They think, huh, it's all over. And at the same time, somebody will overcome what a doctor will say, well, that's incurable because they say, I shall live and not die. It's how they think in their heart. So yeah, on one hand, you have someone who could be cured because their thinking says, no, I can't. It's just amazing as you renew your mind. The mind is so powerful, yes. isn't it, Terry? And what the Lord is trying to tell us in Proverbs, because we're going to read a couple more verses here, but what the Lord is really trying to tell us is you can now have life and life more abundantly when you meditate upon the things of God. When you realize, I have sent my son Jesus to set you free and to heal the brokenhearted. Luke 4.18. I've come to preach the gospel to the poor. We were all poor. We were all dead. <laughs> right back to the definition of healing. We lack strength in and of ourselves. Physically, emotionally, spiritually. We were dead. And now, by having a sound mind... We're able to walk in the things of God. We are now able to begin to heal in our minds. Yes. It's a gradual process, but healing can begin to take place when we read and meditate upon the Word. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 30, A sound heart is life to the body. Proverbs 15, verse 13 and 14, A merry heart makes a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. The heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge. Going back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, first verse. I do not want you to be ignorant of the spiritual gifts that live within you. I do not want you to be ignorant of the fruit of the spirit that lives within you. It's health to the body. Healing begins to take place the moment you focus in on God. Anxiety and depression begin to go away. Fade away in your life. Now we can be set free by understanding what the Holy Spirit of God is wanting to do in our life. is to heal the broken heart, the mind, the soulish realm. You know, Mitch, it's just pretty amazing where the Lord has led us uh, from 1 Corinthians 12, talking about healings back in the Proverbs and Luke. And I'm amazed by His Word. I'm continually amazed how he speaks to us through his word. 
And from day one, when we read from Genesis all the way through how he wants to heal mankind. He wants relationship with mankind. Yes, yes. And out of that flows all of these other gifts. He's a person. He's real. He just wants fellowship with us. If you and I sat down and mixed up a concoction of, I don't know, pomegranate fruit and orange juice or whatever, and it could cure people of cancer, wouldn't we want to share it with everybody? Yes, that's good. That's what the Lord wants for us. He's done this to heal our spirit, our soul, and our body. That has been his plan from day one, ever since man fell. Because we can go back to the Garden of Eden. What did Adam and Eve suffer from? Anxiety and fear and depression. They hid. Yes. <laughs> they hid from their creator. Wow. And you know what? He was looking for them. Where are you? Where are you, Adam? Think about that. He has always wanted relationship with us, with you and me, from the beginning of time. He has always sought us out, always wanted to heal us. And that's what we need to all keep in mind, that he wants to heal us. He wants relationship. I'm over here in Psalms 103, Terry, first verse. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Yes, bless Hallelujah. his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. This is where the fruit of the Spirit come in. This is where the gifts of the Spirit come in for the believer. Those are benefits. Those are blessings. Why? To bless all my soul. To renew my mind, will, and emotion, and imagination. All those things. So healing can begin to take place in my life. Who forgives all your iniquities. This is when healing takes place. I understand God has forgiven me of every transgression that I've ever thought about or will think mm -hmm. about. It's all been paid for. So healing can begin to take place. Who heals all your diseases. Spirit, soul, and body. He heals all this. Healing's now beginning to take place. As we're talking about it right now, Terry, people are beginning to be healed because their minds are being open to understanding of what they now have in Christ and are being healed. Spirit, soul, and body. Who redeems your life from destruction. This is why we have healing to redeem my life from destruction, the listener's life from destruction. Amplified puts that this way. Who redeems your life from the pit, from the pit and corruption. Yeah, I've been redeemed. We've been redeemed. Beautifies, dignifies, and crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. In verse 5 who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed. The inward man is renewed like the eagles. We can now soar. Why? Because we've been renewed. We've been healed, Terry. This is what God's wanting to reveal to us. 
our bodies now can physically now manifest this healing for the believer. Healing can begin to take place. The more you meditate upon the things of God, the more you resist the devil. I'm thinking of Luke 13. I'm over here in Romans 8, 11. <laughs> I'm thinking of Luke 13. He's going to lift us up on eagle's wings. We're, we're flying, Terry. <laughs> yes, we are. But we can be a little bit tired, and as we read the Word of God and, and get that down in us and read these scriptures, we come alive. Our soulish realm perks up, becomes quickened. We're made alive. And then our physical realm comes right along. The physical realm. This is where sickness, disease, anxiety, depression, everything comes from, comes from Satan. Yes. Luke 13, starting with verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. This is Jesus. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he said to her, Woman, you are loose from your infirmity. Think about this. This affected her mind, will, and emotion being in this condition for 18 years. To say nothing of her finances. And what happened? Jesus laid hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. There's some other things that transpired, but what I want to get to is verse 16. And this is Jesus telling us. So ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound... He's saying Satan has bound her in this condition. Think of it. For 18 years being loose from this bond on the Sabbath. She was set free. This is supernatural. This was a miracle. This was a healing that took place. Her mind, will, and emotions is now being renewed. This is why we have the gift of healing. is because when the Lord says, you go lay hands on this person with this infirmity or this sickness... Terry, it is to set a person free. It's so healing can now begin to take place in a person's life. The Holy Spirit will tell you, I'll give you a word of knowledge. Go lay hands on this person and set them free from what has them in captivity. And the moment you do that, their mind begins to be renewed to the love of God. This is the gift of the Spirit. This is how it operates. When we understand it's to set people free and not to glorify man. That's what I was just thinking about. It's for his glory that he's given us these gifts. Signs and wonders follow those who believe. But it's for his glory so that his kingdom. Wait a minute. It's his will. It's his kingdom. Thy will be done. <laughs> and, we a, are, and we are now part of this kingdom. Yes. I'm thinking of Luke chapter 10, verse 19. This is why we have the gifts of the Spirit within us. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's we, good stuff. We have power and authority yes. over the enemy. Yes. Jesus demonstrated this power and authority that we now have by healing the woman of infirmity and saying it comes from Satan, and I have given you power and authority. When you read Mark chapter 16, it talks about signs and wonders will follow the believer. And what that is saying is we have power and authority. The gifts of the Spirit will flow through us. Again, we're not the manufacturer. 
we're the distributor. Yes. <laughs> the power of God can now flow through us because he's given us his authority. And when we have an understanding, it's all about healing the mind. Because he- your spirit is complete again. It's sealed. Now that we're believers, this power of God can flow through us to unbelievers, that their eyes can be opened and that they can see now the miraculous life and begin to understand that. It's all about God. It's all about, but it's all about expanding his kingdom. Terry, people need to understand and need to grasp this one thing. God loves them and wants them healed. He wants them set free from captivity. And he has empowered us to do this. The Great Commission. You don't see people read this Great Commission very much or hear people read this Great Commission. Mark 16, starting with the 15th verse. And he said to them, talking to the disciples and ones who were following. We always have to remember, there were more than just the 12 there with them, following Jesus. And they're all gathered around. And Jesus is talking to them. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. What are we preaching? We're preaching the good news. And the good news is Luke 4.18. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. That's simply saying... You bring it on yourself. You're being condemned. You're going to die in your sins. You're going to die in a brokenhearted state. You'll be in anxiety, depression, and fear all your life, and you'll be eternally separated from me if you don't believe in the gospel and believe in the new birth. And these signs will follow those who believe. Terry, that's every one of us, isn't it? Those who believe. He didn't just say the apostles or the ones that through the first century church. He says those who believe. I think the reason he's saying this is because how else is the broken heart going to be mended? How else is healing going to take place unless all believers possess this? We have power and authority. We just read this over in, in Luke chapter 10, verse 19. We have power and authority. In my name, they will cast out demons. Again, why do we have this power and authority to cast out demons? It's to heal the brokenhearted. It's to heal people's mind. And healing begins to take place by the physical manifestation of the Holy Spirit healing this person supernaturally. That's it. This is why we have the gift of the Spirit of healing within us. And we just need to be sensitive to hearing from the Holy Spirit when He tells us to do this because He's wanting to set someone free. Being willing to go. That's what you're saying. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, understanding all of these things, these gifts and everything that the Lord has provided through the new birth, His death on the cross and this new birth that we now have in Him. But we need to go. You've read some of those scriptures I have one in the last few verses of Matthew 28. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them, teach them to observe all things or whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, this is so encouraging. Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. 
Amen. Amen. <laughs> so be it. <laughs> I'm reminded of Paul, how he would stay in a certain town for a year, year and a half, two years to teach, to give them an understanding. Didn't he stay in Ephesus like three, three and a half years, something like that? Yes. He would teach until they threw him out. <laughs> anyway, is that our position today? Are we going to teach until they throw us out? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then once we're thrown out, we move on. That's right. <laughs> and we teach somewhere else. That's right. It's all for His glory. I'm going to continue reading this in 16, starting with 17th verse again. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. And as we're reading this, I want the listeners to keep in mind, it's to heal the brokenhearted. It's to set the captive free. This is why the power of the Holy Spirit wants to flow through people. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. All these things have to do with healing the brokenhearted and demonstrating God's here on earth to set the captives free. Begins in the spirit. It flows into the soulish realm. Into the physical. Romans 8, verse 6, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And that's what Jesus wants to do. This was the Father's intent from the very beginning, to heal our diseases. And He's given us the gift of the Spirit to heal the brokenhearted when He wants to move. People right now, Terry, can be healed. Amen. Healing begins... At your born-again experience, and at the soulish realm, your mind, will, and emotions. Healing now can begin, so people can move today forward with their relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm.